0: Keep building those brilliant businesses. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another Brilliant Businesses of Brighton podcast. Today I'm very, very pleased to have Terry Bauer from Inside Stories on. Um, now, I'm a bit of a groupie for Inside Stories. Terry knows this. Um, and I can't wait to tell the story of the storytellers. So really excited. Um, Terry, tell us your story.
1: Oh, morning, Matt. Thanks for um, thanks for having me as well. Um, first of all, I've got to say it was a pleasure working with you guys. Um, and it was really unusual, the fact that you used the, the narrative that we helped you recraft. all came out of you, by the way. Um to um as as a a um a basis for your office redirect redecorate (laughs) redecorating i'll put my teeth in sorry (laughs) we've never heard that before and it was it was very unusual but i can get that because it's your personality coming out
0: Um, so what what you guys do is pretty special really because a lot of businesses, and I come across a lot of them on my travels, is um, you might start off with a bright spark of an idea, you, you, and then you, you furrow on, um, and after a certain amount of time, you might find you've lost your way slightly. And, or you might be starting from scratch, and you just don't have any, any idea to figure out how your way is or where to go. And so what you guys do is pretty special, because it helps people to really figure out the DNA of their business, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely. It's, and what you must remember is that everything comes out of you, You know how you want to talk about your business, but sometimes depending on the situation you're in or who the people you're with, who you're pitching to or talking to, it's different. And you know, as soon as you start talking, if you're not quite sure about what you're saying, you know that you're trailing. And Gareth has this really, Gareth, my business partner, has this really good graphic about how we think we tell a story. We apologize, we tell an anecdote, and then we come back to it and then we apologize again. And it's fantastic. It's very visual, but it's very... um. It's very visceral. It actually hits a nerve. And that's the way that most people tell a story. You think you'd start there and you finish there, but it's completely not like that. And it's exactly the same when somebody asks you to talk about your business. It's that mindset. I've got to use these words. Some people refer to themselves in the third person, myself and yourself. I mean, nobody talks like that in real life. Yeah. It's crazy. Unless you're on the apprentice, you know, it's crazy. It's, um, but, uh, so we try and get you to adopt the language that you use every day in the way that you, you talk about what you do and the story sits there and everything else feeds from it
0: yeah now we should mention gareth gareth isn't with us today but he's you're the yin and yang together and you're you're a fearsome fearsome (laughs) duo um and what what so if uh, what you both bring to that room on a day uh, and it it is usually a day isn't it that you do you do like a day a day off yeah it's
1: a whole day process Yeah, whole team
0: and you really get to the the under the skin of who who somebody a business is what what they stand for and everything that goes with it um and some of the ins- some things that like my brain process takes you know minutes to, tw- to figure out gareth's gone Bump, got
1: it then it's like oh you? i feel understood for the
0: first time ever
1: he is as, he's as sharp as a box of tacks um we work quite quite well because we're sort of the two halves of the same person as it were um, of a whole person um a better person we like to think at the end of the day as i say gareth's very sharp. I, we, most of the day, obviously it's structured, but, um, it feels like we're riffing and we're just having conversations. You know how it works. You've been through the process yourself, you guys, but, um, we're sort of riffing, we're having a chat and I keep the conversation going and I see things from a different angle. I'm very, um, visual and I like to break things down to the eighth degree. Maybe it's because I'm incredibly thick, but I'm always the person in the room that puts his hand up at the end and go, can you just explain that again? If I don't get it, um, not just for the sake of it. Um, we all know those sort of people but if i don't get it i don't get it and which works well gareth will listen to the conversation and he'll just go what about that go back to that rewind to that and his mind is just going and it's brilliant it's great to watch he takes me to school every day i sound like i don't do anything but it is an important part i sort of sit on the client side so for example if you're you know if you're a, a a business owner and you work on your own or maybe there's only one or two of you sometimes it's a little bit not intimidating but you feel sometimes pressured to come up with all the answers. Not that's the way that we we that, that we that we set out to, to work. But we we ask the questions, and we you know the more the day goes on, the more you relax and get into it. Yeah. Um, and that works quite well. So I sit on the client side and I ask the difficult questions. I don't set him up, but I try and dig a little bit deeper. Where sometimes they they feel on the spot to answer the questions. Um, but at the end of the day, everything comes out of them. Everything comes out of you, as you know. Uh, and it's a, it's a really interesting process. It's, some people say it's like therapy and it gets quite emotional. Yeah. Because if you start a business, as you know, nine times out of 10, it comes from quite an emotional place or a setback, or it doesn't have to be world changing, mm-hmm. but to you, it is. And that's the thing that we try and get out. It's not once upon a time we did this and we did that. And you know, we fought a shark at sea and we did this and blah, blah, blah. There's a lions and t- whatever. It can be something simple as, do you know what? I just wanted a change. I didn't want to go to do the nights 5. This is my story.
0: I can remember when, I mean, you might remember this. Um, after we'd finished our day with you, I um, left the room with all the other guys. And I, I came back into the room, and I was sort of pretty choked up. Actually, like we'd done all this work, and I just, I sort of just wanted to really sincerely thank you both for help, like making us realise, remember who we are and what we stood for. And it was such a, a an amazing feeling, and it, I was pretty emotional actually.
1: No, oh, thank you. It's, yeah. it's nice to hear. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you get out what you put in. It's a very, it's a cliche, but it's true. Whether we try and make you as comfortable as possible, at the end of the day, it, it is down to you to talk about your business and we can reshape and recraft it. You know, we do come up with ideas, but as we say, the most important thing, and this is what differentiates us from a lot of branding agencies, if you call us branding, I guess, mm-hmm. um, is that we won't listen to you and feedback something we think you want to hear. You know, nine times out of 10, you'll come away from one of those meetings. You go, mm, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, okay. It's sort of all right. But with us, we've never had a client come back and say, it, it's, it's not what we expected yeah. because they've said it. And we, we just sort of tease them into that direction.
0: One of the things that I think is really powerful about how you guys go about it is it's not actually, it's not like very easy going, oh, we might get this at the end of the day. We might not. Uh, it's actually a really prescriptive process so absolutely it's pure creativity but within this framework that ensures success at the end
1: absolutely i mean we have quite a strict six-stage process um gareth keeps me on track because i tend to wonder which is good that's 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 i guess i'm the sort of dreamy optimist of the partnership and although you would think gareth is more the the the, the linguist um, he is but he's very much the devil's advocate i come up with all these well and wacky ideas and you'll say, yeah, but what about that one? we go, oh, okay. But occasionally we hit on one and we go, that's okay. But yeah, going back to the process, it's a six-stage process. We go through things like the why, the how, and the what of the business. How you want your audience to feel, think, know, ultimately what you want them to do. We look at the manifesto, which is the actual heart and soul of the business. It's the old, uh, yeah. the old heart-wrencher. And it doesn't have to be. Just something that's meaningful, memorable, and moving, which is something we like to say. We go through elevator pitches. So how you create your purpose statement when somebody comes up to you at a networking event or um, an investor or something where you bump into somebody and they go, so what do you do? What do you tell them? Yeah. Do you tell them everything and hope that something sticks? Or do you tell them one or two things that they remember so they can tell others? And then we go through uh, the archetypes. So it's very classical, um, the archetypes of you and your business and how you all fit in and where you see yourself in the market and within your own business. Because if you don't know who you are as a business, you don't know the type of clients you're going to go for. And yeah. it's, it's very, uh, that's a very important part. And then we look at the end, we look at the the classical way of telling stories, which is the hero's journey. Which is the hero's, obviously, journey from start to finish and people they meet along the way. But we, we, we structure it in a way that it's it's um, it pertains to your business. So everything is about your business journey. So at the end of your journey, you're not the same person as when you started out that's in a good way sometimes it can be in a bad way but it turns back to a good way because you've used that you recognised it and you've moved on from there yeah um then we take it away and uh we collate everything and we write it all up it takes about a week i say door to door we present it back to you and then if you're happy with it that's fine usually there's the only thing we ever get is maybe one or two words that somebody say i changed that word for that word other than that it's thank you very much it's brilliant. And people do get emotional. As I say, it's, you know, we have a litmus test during the day where we'd hit upon something and somebody will go, that's it. That's the thing. That's what I've been trying to say. And then we saw it with you guys. And then you relax, your shoulders drop, and then it just flows. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's really good to see. And it's, it's quite emotional for us. We, it's, it, you know, it sounds really sort of mamby pamby but after we've worked with the client the next day, it's almost like we have to sit in a dark room. It's quite, it's quite, an, it's not like we're breaking rocks for a living, you know, I mean, but it is quite a tiring day. Yeah. And it gets very emotional, which is good. And that's why the work's so good. Yeah. And it's not us. We, we're just the shepherds. It's you guys that it all comes out of. It's just knowing how to tease that out.
0: And it's really interesting to see what, what uses there are of those products that you create, create at the end, because you, you alluded to like an elevator pitch and a manifesto and just a better understanding of who you are as a business and so how that might serve your clients and stakeholders, etc. But going back to the elevator pitch, I mean, I think if for anybody who networks or anybody who speaks to clients and tries to sell that it's, it's actually really quite an awkward moment when somebody says, what do you do? Um, more so than anybody would actually realize. Yeah. You'd go,
1: <laughs>
0: the second anybody asks you that question. And if, if it would be really nice if you've got this, this elevator pitch to reel off. And the way you guys describe it is, and it sort of resonated with me, you shouldn't just verbatim read this thing. No, it doesn't work like that. It's like you extract parts of it to fit the conversation. So it sounds very fluid when you introduce yourself. Yeah. Um, but you have the, this again, a bo- backbone to lean, lean on that's sort of, that guides you um,
1: absolutely i mean it, it the elevator pitch is not it's not your 30 seconds or one minute or 20 seconds or whatever time you have um to literally talk at somebody and tell them as much as you can it's an opportunity to ask for permission to be able to talk further later so you're giving them just enough to wet their appetite and they go oh, that's interesting do you know what i'd quite like to hear more let's go for a coffee let's have a chat let's have a zoom whatever that's it it's just an introduction um, a lot of people do get carried away and, and quite confused with how much they have to say um, oh, we bumped into so many people it's funny it's interesting we we go to a lot of um, pitching events and um, um, uh, uh, networking events where where you get like a round table or a, a speed dating type thing and that's really that's almost like a not a hunting ground for us but it's quite nice because we can we can hone our skills but we can also see how others do it um, and it's funny, if, if I go first or if Gareth goes first, the next person to go and, we, and they know what we do, they find out what we do for a living. They, they're always a little bit, oh, uh, well, I was going to say that. I was gonna, Don't just say what you're going to say, you know, they get a little bit tense. But it's good fun, though. And that's quite a nice, um, it's quite a nice observational sort of voyeuristic ground for us.
0: Yeah it's really interesting as well you're am i right in saying your, your client base is whilst you work with lots of smaller businesses and growing businesses you actually have a few sports clubs that kind of are interested within your work as well because that it's interested to, to te- tease out that the core of it, what a club means to people as well
1: absolutely yeah we're, we're just about to do some work in collaboration uh with a good friend of ours who's a brilliant brander um with uh, a certain rugby federation can't name them yet but um that's, that stuff, something that's happening in the next couple of weeks. Uh, that'll be great. Uh, that's, and that will stem others and that will get introduction. We've already had some introductions into some other parts of rugby and teams, et cetera, as a result of it. Um, it's amazing what one will do. It's, um, but it's interesting because it's, um, sport is such a great metaphor for, for business and life. Um, I've played in sports team all my, all teams all my life and I bump into people now that I played football against. 20 years ago or with 20 years ago. And it's like when you meet family and you haven't seen that, you just snap into the same old routine. It's like, you've never been away. It's such a great metaphor for teamwork and business and all the cliches you want to say, but they're all true. Absolutely true. So that will be an interesting one. And that's going to be heartfelt. I've got a feeling that's going to be an emotional one.
0: Yeah. Um, and is there any what's what's next on the horizon for Inside Stories? What have you got bubbling away that you're quite excited about?
1: Well, we're looking at doing some more retreats. We'd like to do one abroad next year, um, in conjunction again with the collaboration. Um, we've also got the collaboration with you guys, which is we're very excited about. Yeah, likewise. it's about our purpose, and then looking at the what we call the grown up side of the business, which is the numbers, which is the absolute bare bones of any business there's no marketing there's no smoke and mirrors there's no um, um cooking the books there's absolutely you can see from your point of view and your experience what's worked well what hasn't what they've spent what they haven't how they've spent it and you can't get more of a a dna approach of the business than that we do the glossy side and we do the side that everybody likes to hear you know how did you do this why did you do that etc and you guys come in and you look at Okay, you've done that, but this is how it actually transpired. This is how you could tweak it, and it works quite well. And I think that's that's very exciting prospect, not just for new businesses, but for established businesses as well. Yeah, really excited about i Have oversold it? <laughs> no, I think, I'm, I'm equally as
0: excited. And um, um, particularly, as you described, like, once you've got the DNA, you need to know how to execute it. And so you've got the ideas, um, you, you've completely connected with who you are, what does that look like then? How do you implement that daily, weekly, monthly to reach your longer term objectives? Um, I'm really cautious to say growth because that's a word that is used in- incorrectly because not the that's not the only objective in the world. Um, sometimes there could be the objective could be to shrink, to downsize, could be to just stay the same size. Like it's, it's all fine. It's mm. just about what your the successes of of a client to their own measure, isn't it? In helping them get there.
1: Absolutely. I remember that was like one of our first conversations, wasn't it? About looking at new markets and you were looking at um, telling us about how you were looking at working with clients that were interesting and wanted to grow and, and we were saying well there are clients who, like you guys as well, you're quite a, a living embodiment of it actually, of who've grown exponentially and you're like wow what have we got and, uh, and sometimes it gets not just jointed but hard to, hard to manage and you want to go back to your agile self, still keep the same type of of uh, value so client base etc um, and that's not a sign of weakness or we're giving in. It's a sign of, as we, we always say, don't we about a jet fighter pilot. Who's, you know, if you're going up in the air and you're, you're going to pull six or seven G's, you squeeze yourself into a tight ball because you're, you're more, um, you're more strong that way. Um, so that works with business. And, and as you quite rightly said at the time, you know, it's not a admission of failure. It's, it's, it's quite the opposite. Actually. It means that you're on top of things and you're looking at the future. And sometimes you have to, to, to shrink, to expand, you know, it's a, uh, it's quite an interesting prospect. And that's a huge untapped market. We shouldn't really say that because Everybody <laughs> be doing it. But people always want to look with look forward at businesses that are growing, the next big thing, the next bubble. You have to take care of the what the businesses that are in some ways a little bit more clever, who are being being a lot more precise about how they work and they're keeping on top of it. But they just need that bit of guidance to help them do it. Yeah. Experience from people that, um, you know, have done it before. And what do we always say? You know, we bump into so many mentors and coaches, et cetera. Um, there are, by the way, this is a disclaimer. There are some brilliant mentors and coaches out there who we know within our network. Agreed. And this is not aimed at them at all, but there are a lot of mentors and coaches out there who have never run a business. So you can't really, can't really get those real life examples. It's all from a book, or you know, uh, my check cleared at the at the, uh, at the mentor um, uh, um, at the mentor exam, and and, uh, and now I'm a mentor. But there are some fantastic coaches and mentors that we work with. One that you interviewed uh, before, actually, who's who's brilliant. Who's one of our clients, yes, funny Mike Monk. Yeah. yeah, Mike's brilliant. I would work with Mike at a drop of a hat.
0: Yeah, and I mean all of that. Um, the need for a coach or a mentor or somebody in your corner going through what is a pretty uncertain economic landscape at the moment um, it can only be a good thing um, so yeah I'd I'd recommend to anybody one of the things that we've realised um, is that businesses have certain types of characters within their sort of sphere to help them mm. um, and sometimes if you haven't got it naturally you've got to source it so something like somebody a mentor some wise sage to help you and guide you when you're really in the mire um that's a valuable person to have along you on the side
1: absolutely yeah it's like building up a team isn't it you know they say you're perfect team you need certain characteristics you need you need the wide sage you need the mentor you need the wild wacky one who's going to go out and just try and sell 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 and then worry about it afterwards you need the farmer who's the measurable one then you need the leader. It's 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 you need a joker. There's all sorts of, of cliches, but um, it it works in business.
0: Amazing, Terry. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on, and I'm I'm looking forward to having. We said Gareth on for a part Deur sometime next
1: year. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That'll be the interesting part.
0: <laughs> well, I look forward to our um um. We're looking to do drop-in surgeries for around the Brighton area to help to to launch our, our absolutely
1: bunch. yeah yeah coming soon to to uh, to a co-working space near you.
0: And um, anybody who wants to watch this back on, um, have a look at the socials and um,
1: yeah, we'll see you soon, Terry. Thanks very much for coming on Brilliant Businesses Podcast. Thanks Matt, cheers.